1: I'm Justine Willis-Thomas. Today I'm hosting Aura Nadrich, and she's the author of Says Who? How One Simple Question Can Change the Way You Think Forever. Aura, welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Hi, Justine. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Um, I know that you advise us to question our thoughts because they become the basis of our reality. And they're also the basis of our well-being or lack thereof.
2: So please share with us what you mean by questioning our thoughts. Having an inquiry with our own thinking mind is so important. You know, we think up to 70,000 thoughts a day, and many of those thoughts don't serve our well-being. And yet, we accept them readily. And what I'm proposing is to question them, to even challenge them, because we need to question those thoughts that are not supporting our well-being. It's very important to do so what kinds
1: of thoughts are you thinking about that we most need to question? I mean, we have plenty of positive thoughts, but you might be talking about those fear-based thoughts. Yes, the fear-based
2: thoughts and the negative thoughts, which actually, believe it or not, outnumber our positive thoughts. Statistics have shown that we have quite a lot of negative thinking going on in our minds. And we pay attention to those thoughts the most. Why? Because they have a lot of energy. They get our attention because oftentimes we're saying some pretty harsh words to ourselves in our inner dialogue. So it's important not to just Accept them readily. When we accept those thoughts, those thoughts turn into our beliefs, and those become part of our core beliefs. And then that really starts to dictate our life if we let it. And we hold sometimes very low opinions of ourselves. And we don't realize how that affects us in all the areas of our life, be it our health our relationships, work. Do you know those types of thoughts that we do not question but accept that we really let describe and define who we are? That's how we present ourselves out in the world. I know that you give a wonderful example
1: of how to work with a thought or how to even know that we have it to pull something up from our deep subconscious that we didn't even know was there. And you give an example of a man who had been going out with a woman for many many years but he could never commit to getting married even though
2: he wanted to get married to her do you remember that story I do. can you I describe do. that and I what do. happened and i've seen that a lot with clients where they have made up their mind that they're not going to do something so there you go there you have a thought that is turned into a belief And you start to live your life according to that belief. For this particular man, he had a brother that had a horrible divorce. And his brother, who was his older brother, who really was his role model, he took what he said is true. Oh, marriage is for the birds. Oh, don't get married. You're going to regret it. You know, this can happen to you and that can happen to you. What happened to me will probably happen to you. And that became his belief that marriage is bad. (laughs) Marriage turns into something horrible. I also had another client who grew up with two parents that had a horrible marriage. She heard them fighting all the time and really viewed her parents as being stuck in a miserable marriage. What did she do? She avoided marriage because she believed, there goes that belief, that she would be doomed to experience the very thing that had happened to her parents. Says who? Says who? There's my question. Says, Says who? who?
1: So Aura, as a life coach, you're here with this guy and he's telling you that, yeah, I want to get married, but I just can't do it. How did you get him to realize that there was something else going on that blocked him from getting married?
2: Well, I really heard his Beliefs, And that was that marriage was not for him. Oh, marriage not for me. And he only presented that initially. And then when I did the says who questioning method with him, when I got to the second question, have I heard someone say this thought before, that was an immediate revelation because his brother was the one that had had the miserable marriage. And his brother is the one that thought marriage was bad. So I was able to work with him that he had taken on the belief of his brother, and that became his belief. And at first, he had resistance around it. He's like, listen, I saw it. You know, she was my sister-in-law, and it was bad news. But I said, you know, you weren't married to her he was married to her. You could be married to somebody and have a completely different experience that could be quite wonderful and positive, and you're not even allowing yourself to experience that. So he was in a relationship with a pretty great woman, and she was putting the pressure on him. She wanted to get married, and he was you know, basically using his brother's belief as an excuse to avoid it. And what I did is I also worked with him in the area of intimacy. I said, do you realize that it's you... And your girlfriend and your brother are all in this relationship together. (laughs) And that really ignited something for him. That was an aha moment for him. I said, do you realize that you're bringing your brother into this intimate relationship? Your brother's beliefs are in the intimacy of this relationship. That's so clear.
1: That's so clear. It's like, oh, there are three of you in this relationship. There,
2: There you go. And that's when he knew he needed to change that belief. And it worked. He ended up marrying that woman. And it took, you know, some processing with him for him to find the logic in that he didn't want to keep bringing his brother's belief into this situation and that he was about to lose this woman. She was getting pretty fed up waiting. So it turned out well for everybody. Yes. It really did. So can you say something more
1: about the method? Help us to understand what you mean by the this says, method. The
2: says who method are seven very straightforward. Let me just say that clearly because you say
1: those words really fast. Yes. The says who, who method. So says who? Says who, which is
2: the very first question, says who? Who is saying this thought in your mind that you're allowing to control you? This has become the says who method of seven, what I say are user-friendly. On the surface, seem rather simple because they're logical questions to ask yourself, going back to the first thing you said, Justine. Questioning those thoughts that do not serve us, that do not serve our well-being, that cause us unhappiness or cause us, like the example of this man, maybe not to make a very important life choice, not to marry somebody because you're holding a belief that isn't even true, that doesn't belong to you. It's using these questions to basically have the life that you want and that you deserve. So can you go through a couple of the questions and help us to... Says who? First question right off the top. Who is telling me I'm not lovable? Who is telling me I'll never find my soulmate? Who is telling me I'll never get that job of my dreams? I am telling myself that. That's honest. That is your first step to what I call owning your thought so that you now can begin to take those next six question steps to release yourself from the grips of a thought that doesn't make you happy, that is causing you unhappiness, misery, and making you feel unworthy.
1: So in doing all of this, you're saying we become the commander of our own ship, our mind being our ship, and that we don't
2: let it just wander around the world without a rudder. Right. I say your your thoughts can make you feel like you're being led like a dog on a leash, that your mind has this power over you and you're just going in every which way that your thoughts are dictating to you. We have to remember that we are in the driver's seat. We are the, as I say and says who, the creator and master of our internal dialogue which creates our reality. That's why you need to change it. That's why you need to be the observer, why you need to be the questioner, to have the inquiry, to challenge those thoughts that are not working for you, and to be able to replace a negative thought with something that is working favorably for you. So do you uh, recommend like keeping some sort of journal in, in this whole process? Sure. You know, I have a great workbook in Says Who, and it really does break down all the different questioning a process that i offer up and says who how to work with your negative thought how to do the release and replace technique that i also share in the book by releasing that thought and replacing it with its positive counterpart you know how to then make this new thinking system work for you and then how to go out into the world and act on it which i call action thoughts putting those new positive thoughts in action. You know, yes, you are worthy of a relationship. Now, what do you need to do to make that happen? Yes, you can have the job that you've wanted for so long. Go out there and take those new positive beliefs that you have in yourself and go apply for that job. You know, yes, you want to move, but have told yourself you can't for so long, turning the I can'ts and the I won'ts into the I can's and I will. So journaling is excellent. Doing the workbook that I have, That's an added bonus in the book. And using that, you will find that by staying committed, and it's a discipline, that by doing it, you know... As much as you, I say, the more you give to it, the more you will get out of it, which applies to just about anything, you will start to see the changes in your own thinking mind. You will start to see that your awareness becomes more heightened. You will begin to know how to change that negative and fear-based thought out and put a new thought in its place. You know, I say, we have these amazing, creative, positive thoughts just waiting in the wings, wanting to come forward to help us, to support us in creating the life that we really maybe secretly want, but don't, there's that word again, believe we can have. Change out those thoughts and you're going to see some amazing miracles in your life. I love that image or of these wonderful
1: creative thoughts that are just waiting in the wings but our mind is so cluttered with all this negativity there's right. no room for them.
2: It's true. And I also say, you know, when our minds are cluttered, we really sometimes are rendered just feeling helpless and hopeless. When I say those thoughts are ready to help us, when you need to go into solution mode, when you need to go into true problem solving, what do you need? You need thoughts to help you know what to do. Do you know? And if you can even instruct your mind to do that, you know, by being the observer and saying, I'm really plugged in right now, okay, I got to like, shift gears here, and I got to go into problem solving. You're telling your subconscious what you need to do. It's like saying, hey, we need to like get active here and we need to solve some problems. And that's when those thoughts are going to help you. They're going to come forward and say, hey, you know what, maybe you need to consider this. Oh, let's do that. Or let's make this positive choice. Or hey, if I do this, this and this, I'm going to get maybe that result. That becomes the positive thinking that's going to help you become a better problem solver. Beautifully said.
1: Or I want to thank you so much. We've just touched lightly, but I think with a good flavor of what it is that you have to offer in your work, especially as laid out, in your book. Thank you so much for being part of the New Dimensions Cafe today. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. I've been speaking with Aura Nadrich, the author of Says Who How One Simple Question Can Change the Way You Think Forever. And if you want to know more about her work, you can go to her website auranadrich.com and she spells her name O R A Her last name, Nadrich, N-A-D-R-I-C-H dot com. Or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. Thank you for being part of the New Dimensions Café, and I invite you to please do join us again.
0: You've been listening to the New Dimensions Café.